Coming to you live from the Cross Country Mortgage Campus in Berea, Ohio, this is Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Here are your hosts, Bo Bishop and Nathan Zagura. Look who's back! Am I even on? You're back, baby! Let's go! The kid's back! The kid is back. It is, it's been too long, but yet also... Not long Not enough. long enough. Yeah, ironically, strangely. Hey, Honcho's back, too. The Honcho's back, but he's, uh, he's, he's battered. He is battered. Not only is he red, he can't sit down. Proctologist? No. 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 Terrifying. Had a little ladder mishap last week. Oh! Not his it. fault, though. To be fair, not your fault. Give the four-legged pooch got it. in the way. Oh, it was on no. the ladder. Five feet fall. Oh, right on the table. Tailbone from his yoke. Bull rush the ladder, knock it out out. from under him. Oh my gosh! Not great, kids. How did they take you out? How did the dogs take you out? What did they? They literally knocked the ladder out from under him. They hit the ladder with you on it. Yes. Yeah. They said your dogs. We are tired of your gruff. And they just kind of just. This is our shot. Right into it, and I was up. I was putting like Christmas decorations away, and. Next thing you know, like I could feel it was like a slow motion car wreck. Oh God! Part of me feels like there's no way that your dogs would do that to you. They love you dearly, so I yeah. have to. My head goes immediately to a conspiracy theory, yeah. which is that Gibbe was trying to stage his own demise to get out of paying for lunch for us because <laughs> fantasy football's <laughs> after two rounds is over. It's done. It's done. There's no path back for him. There is no path back for him. Yeah, he doesn't have enough people probably, huh? Well, I have a quarterback still. Given that he's down 50 to me, okay. And I have five people still to go. Yeah. Given that he is down 24 to you, yeah. You have six people still to go. Ah. And Gibbe's got two and is guaranteed to lose one, one of them. Yeah. Going on. I don't see a path for him. That's a tough road to, road to hoe. So who's left for Gibbe? He's got Mahomes. Mahomes and Jamar Chase. And Jamar Chase. Automatic elimination of one of the two. So he'll Brady one. out after week one. Eckler out after week one. Pollard out after week two. Jefferson out after week one. Yeah. Dawson Knox out after week two. You've got Hertz advance. Justin Herbert out after week one. Yeah. McCaffrey advance. Pacheco advance. Debo advance. AJ Brown advance. Kelsey, oh baby, 28.8. Like that. You like yeah. that advance. And then I've got Josh Allen out. Burrow advance. Mixon advance. Miles Sanders advances. Diggs out. Devontae Smith advances. George Kittle advances. Wow. Yeah, so I'm sitting at 175.72. So I, really I need a KC win and like a Philly loss. Well, that even would a, kind of at least give me a, a well, chance. even KC win though. You need a KC win, but then you it doesn't give you a, no. That doesn't because who do I still have? I still have. He's, he, he's not catching you. The only chance he would have to catch me. He's I not don't, catching. He's you. not catching me. I have six guys. It's over. It's done. There's it's no over. path. Was it over when the Germans bombed? Because over? if if <laughs> Mahomes, it, he still has Kelsey. If the the Bengals win, it's I mean for sure over. The Bengals wouldn't give me a chance to really win the whole thing because you don't have any Bengals, right? You have two 
I have two eagles and two, two niners. So two you're niners. Good I have got, two eagles and one niner, and I got some. I got two have, chiefs, and I have no chiefs. I have so no chiefs the only way I could catch you is chiefs over Bengals. Chiefs over Bengals, and that'd that'll be, hand it to you. That'd be the but only we way both. Eat well, I don't know if it would handle it, but it would. We're both give eating you a chance. for free. We're, we're eating for free. That's right. Yeah, pretty pretty difficult for the giveaway to return. Sad, sad. Uh, how'd you do? Everything good? You had a good time away. Ah, it was great. It just makes it so tough to come back. You know, when you're out there, get down there. It's seventy-seven to seventy-eight. Yeah. Not a cloud in the sky. No. Big shout out to my boy, Ryan Novak. We had a great time down there at his place, and he had rented a condo uh, down in Naples uh, for the winter, basically, and it could not have been in a better location. We literally could walk across the street to two golf courses that were elite and have hosted events. Fantastic. Um, and it was awesome. Like, could not have been better. Got to go out. Went out, uh, got some tacos the first night. There you go. Rocco's Tacos put on a little bit of a show there, and then uh, went the next night. Are they aware of your ability? Yeah, they said I was I was second all time, second most tacos I've ever seen. Yeah, I, I needed two more to go for it, but I was just like, nobody of your build. Usually, people of your build, very fit, are able to do that. Like that, your eating prowess is the stuff of legend. Well, thank you. Yeah. So I, I don't hold in two different states, still only Arizona. But I think part of it is because the little bit bigger tortillas here. The key to the whole operation yeah. is corn, as we know. If yeah, you go with a flour corn. tortilla, yeah, it's... And half, there were, I asked for all corn. I believe I got one set in flour. Not Sad. Gonna, hate okay. to see it. Yeah, hate to see it. it. But yeah. a real treat. And I was eating chips and guac. I mean, if we were yeah, there for... Yeah, you were really focused. Yeah, we're just different straight approach. tacos. Yeah. yeah, but very a wonderful time. And then when... Uh, Got to uh, go to uh, a nice steak dinner with my buddy Manto. It was great to see him. And it was just awesome. Then played a little golf, flew home. It's great. You've done the uh, this water slide. <sighs> Love a no water one's slide. ever bad yeah. time on a water slide in their life ever, uh, unless it hasn't been maintenance and there's a little bit of ribs and as they connect. As no long ribs. as it's a smooth, smooth and then fast win, smooth and fast win. It was great, and you had, you went up about maybe four stories, but it really moved you. And uh, Novak and I, we were talking on the golf course. He's like, we're like 12 years old anyway. Let's go on the water slides. We're going to have a great time. And so we did. And I'm giggling as I'm going down slides. We come out, uh, and there were two ladies, I want to say, in their, in their 50s, maybe early 60s. Okay. And they were just like, you guys are just like a couple of 12-year-olds. We're like, exactly. That's, that's right. You've nailed it. You got it. You've assessed it perfectly. Yes. She's like, pure joy. She even said, I think she said, you guys look so joyous. And I was like, that's yeah, right. pure joy. We are. We There's, are. No one's had a bad time. No. Don't, let any, don't let society hold you back on a water slide. No people. way. Uh, enjoy go. yourself. Go live. live. No one's had a bad time on one of those. It's great. Uh, no, not, no, no, not at great all. time. Great time. How you it's been? Fantastic. I'm, no, you're yeah, battling yeah, some... Oh yeah. We, yeah. Well, that was uh, early last early week, and the then week, we had sure. we had the Schwartz hire, which was middle of the week, and and that was a uh, a really fun press conference, and it was, was great. It was, and we had uh, Jim uh, Jim and I did the show that day, and um, it was so interesting to talk to Jim and Jim have the recollection of Jim here the last time. Yeah, when and, he's in personnel, right? Yeah. And and all of that, and and really, Jim really Donovan that is really nailed how the the tone of the press conference, and it was. It was really cool. I, I think, you know, it's interesting, these guys, and I, I think I said this coming out of the Schwartz presser, and um, I, I said it this morning as well in regard to what Zach Taylor did, it does after every Bengals win, and he goes to a different pub in, Cle in, in, in Cincinnati yeah, and hands awesome. out a game ball. I'm going to tell you something, man. With, with fans, you give an inch, it's worth 50 miles. Oh, yeah. It's oh, just yeah. a touch, just a little bit of humanity goes so far. Um, and I thought Schwartz's was awesome, and uh, 
and and then uh, what what Zach did, I think what he does every week with the Bengals is really cool as well. So that was that was fun. So we did Good. that last week. Shorts was Tuesday, right? Shorts was Wednesday. Or it was announced officially Wednesday. An, uh, announced Tuesday. He was here Wednesday. 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 Um, first Friday. That's right. First Friday. Uh, did not partake. You got. You were trying. You were on the mend. Yeah. So none of that. I hate to see it, but what are you going to do? You got to just double up this week. Right. That's what you have to do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I actually on my way to the airport. Yeah, because the news came down, came in. So I was curious. How did that the two minute drill, I and I did a, a full seg with Gibbe. Did you do a seg on Tuesday? Yeah. So I saw you. I saw the two minute drill, and I thought, I thought you flew like early. How did you? Uh huh. Team player. Team player. When it came in and got that two game minute ball. drill done, that was good. Game balls. It's a very good job. Game ball. Yeah. Very then he wanted job. to yank my game ball away from me on Thursday. And I apologize that I didn't participate in the scores. I, I texted him. It was just, it was not. So here's the other thing that happened Thursday on the scores. So it was, uh, Gibby was on and we were galling in the fun of everything. And Gerard and I were doing the show. And all of a sudden, like, Connor, I looked up and I'm like, oh boy, this is, we are running out of time on this operation. Like, this there's is going to be, be a lot. this is so going to be, left. we're just going to go the, we're going to knock this out. So like, I think the scores was like, Four of them just said this. We just did it as quick as possible. Um, I went two for two, two for two. Three and one. Good job, yeah. So I missed the uh, the G man. Other than that, I had it. What else did you miss? I missed uh, Chiefs. Terrible backdoor cover. That's brutal. I was absolutely brutal. Loving it. I was like, kick the field goal, Peterson. (laughs) That was a brutal backdoor. And then I misread the Giants bigly. So I I did not. I didn't see that. Uh, We had the two yesterday. I thought those were going to win outright. So did, so did I. you. I know. Yep. That. You've been beating that drum for a long time. They're different. They're really They're different. Last time they were beaten by the Browns. Smoked That's right. On a yeah. Monday night. He's got, um, I know we'll talk about the game specifically, but big picture wise, he has the potential, speaking of Burrow, and I think you're already seeing signs of it, he has the potential to do for that city and that franchise uh, what Peyton Manning did for Indy um, to a different degree, what LeBron James did here for the Cavaliers. Uh, the fact that he's Ohioan, a Southern Ohioan, on top of it, only adds to the storybook nature of all of it. Um, but you want to build a new stadium in Cincinnati, he's going to get you to build a new stadium. They're going to win a lot, and they're not going anywhere. And he is he is so unflappable. Oh, yeah. Um, I know it was a half of a game when they played Buffalo and Cincinnati, but to me it felt like they were headed for that. Yeah, 7 and, yeah. and it felt like it was going 14-3 and, you know, sure. away we yeah. go. Um, and they came – to go into there – and just be like, leave no doubt. Leave no doubt. I mean, their milk, they were burning clock in the third quarter. I mean, the chase play was ridiculous. Clearly should have been a touch. We'll get to all that later. But, um, yeah, it was. he's got a chance to have that all-time Ohio homecoming thing, which happens a lot around here. We had it at Ohio State with with Urban and Tress. I'm going to go all the way back to Woody. Those are all Ohioans who, who lifted up big state U. You think about LeBron, and there's a lot. There's a lot to it. Oh, yeah. They're friends. By the way, though, they should have been able to, and I don't know why they can't. They should have worn their white helmets. Like, that should just be a part of their thing. Like, that should be their white uniform because it is so crisp. It is. I do like the orange pop on the all-white, though, too. I think it's it, a nice I, helmet. I think, it, I think that's a good look. It's, you know, you, th- you think about it from the Buffalo perspective, and they were the NFL favorites coming into this thing. They were the Super Bowl pick at the beginning of the year. They haven't gotten to the big one, right? They haven't gotten to no. – not even to an AFC championship. I don't think so, because didn't Kansas City beat them last two years year. ago? Yeah. 
in the division, in the division. and then Kansas City beat them. Maybe that was an AFC championship. That could have been two an AFC, years ago. Two years ago could have been an AFC championship game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Burrow has, in terms of number one overall picks going to conference finals in their first five years, there's Bradshaw, Andrew Luck, Jared Goff, Burrow, Burrow. Burrow's got 40% of them. Yeah. In the first five years in the league. And we do have to acknowledge the Chiefs playing in five straight AFC championships is amazing. Yeah, it's a it's a Buffalo Bills, except they've won they've one. Won. But they do I do think like there's a there'd be a lot on them this week. They um, lost to Cincinnati at home. Mahomes is wounded. They lost to him last year. They've lost since Burroughs the beat him three times in a row. That's right. It's yeah. three and zero. I buddy, good buddy of mine's a big Bengals fan up here, and I said, How he fun. Goes, yeah, <laughs> he goes. He goes, I don't get it. We can beat everybody but the Browns. Burrow can beat everybody but the Browns. Yeah. And I said, well, my guess is you take that trade that you'll, you're fine everybody with that. Everybody the Browns? He yeah. goes, yeah, that's fine. We'll take it. And I said, yeah, it probably works out okay the, the way that all of that works out. Um, I have to – got to give a shout-out to my to Beamsy's third-grade team. So um, we play in two leagues. We played uh, 18 games Yep. Uh, over the course of this season. Uh, we went a combined 17-1 and one oh, baby. in the league. We played six games this weekend, uh, two Friday, two Saturday, two Sunday. Um, every one of them was uh, – at least one of the matchups was really, you know, on paper, a very, very tough matchup. The little dudes went 6-0 and in that stretch to be wow. the number one seed in both in both leagues. So good job wow. out, of, out of Beamsy and the, uh, and the Hudson Explorers. Good job, fellas. How did good you job do? Yeah. He's got your genes. He was birthed from my loins. There's a lot on 32. There's a lot. Champion. We're out here hanging banners. He's a a champion. It's too much. It's too much. What are you talking about? It's too much. It is too much. It's, um, uh, yeah. It all, normally it's four games a weekend. Six is four games a a weekend? Yeah. Two Saturday, two Sunday is usually the way it goes for all of it, for all, all kids. Or for the for the leagues we're in, it's it's two on Saturday, two on Sunday, so yeah, that's it's a crazy. Lot of, a lot I mean, of I used to play. I think we used to play in my league when I was at that age, like, and going in even through middle school, you play like six games in a season. Sometimes you played in like the third a, grade, you'd play like you play yeah like four or five games, six games. You weren't playing. I had a school game that I played for my school that would have been, I think, once a week during the week. That's more like junior highs like that. Yeah, middle school. Yeah. And then I would play on my CYO team would be one game, either, I think, on a Saturday. Yeah. So this I'd is... play two games a week, maybe three games a oh, week. Yeah. Not Only times it would be like that on weekends if you traveled to a tournament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's craziness. Yeah, we're like we're 22 and 3 on the year in the third 22 grade. 22 and 3, that's how many games I played my... That's uh, more than I played my senior year of high school. I was going to say, that. I played 20 regular season high school yeah. games. We went 22 and 3 my sophomore year in high school. I remember that exact that record yeah. exactly. I played 22 games my senior year. We lost in the semifinals of the districts. Yeah, that's we lost yeah, in the district still, what? final. 22 games. Yeah. And you've done this in like five weeks? Yeah. Yeah. That's how It's a lot. But they did a good job. Proud of the little fellas. Proud of them. Good job yeah. out of them. Um, lots to get to on the program today. Uh, among the many things, we have some in-depth analysis on all of these games, which will be fun. I, we, you and I haven't talked Schwartz yet. Should we do that real quickly before we move off of Why it? Why don't we do that in segment two? You want to do that coming out next? Oh, there it is. There we go. <laughs> Read the rundown, baby. I came in hot. Just try, no, no, sorry, just brother. Trying to pace. Came in, I, I came in hot. This was a yeah. good sorry. first segment to sorry, just sorry, re- sorry. recap everybody. My bad. Weekend. Bad job out of me. Bad You're job good. out of me not looking ahead. I got You got to be better than that. Uh, small B moment. You don't have anything else going on. No. 
God, my last 24 hours. <laughs> Step in here in the break. I'll sh- it's just ridiculous. So we'll get to all of that. Um, we'll get the uh, Z's take on Schwartz, uh, what that means from a personnel standpoint, what it could mean. There's a lot going on in the NFL in terms of hiring and firing. Uh, we'll take a look at the divisional round, of course, at much greater depth. Uh, it sets up for what should be a very, very fun weekend this weekend. We're off and running here. It's good to have the gang back together. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Passionate fan bases in the NFL join the Browns season ticket member waitlist today for the best chance of securing tickets for all home games in future seasons. Don't miss out. Go to clevelandbrowns.com slash tickets or call 440-891-5050 to reserve your spot today. Uh, you and I have not had a chance to talk about Jim Schwartz. I mean, he... I said this to Gerard on Thursday. Press conferences, like what people talk about winning the press conference and all of that, all of that is and it, and it's it's much deserved and it's the appropriate and intended audience. All of that stuff is for fans, and that's awesome. He Jim Schwartz knew that, and he knew. Oh yeah, he knew He's to play here. the hits. He's been here. He understands what it means to these fans to give them a morsel. Oh, yeah, that and, parade in Philly was special. Right. The only place there'd be a better parade. Of course, it was awesome. Right here in it Cleveland, was awesome. Ohio. It was amazing. It was, great. it was awesome. He crushed it, absolutely. Um, the one thing that, in, in talking to guys who have either played for Jim, a buddy of mine who played for him in Detroit, uh, people are very familiar with his operation. Um, the, the one common thing that I would hear from them is this, and that is that it is pretty straightforward. That there's not a whole lot of room for. I'm not sure where we, what we were in on this. It's pretty much we've got dudes on the outside who can cover. We got guys up front who can get home. Shouldn't be bus. Shouldn't those things are going to happen? Football it happens, but it's a much. It's it will be a very straightforward approach out of Jim Schwartz and his defense. Yeah, and he's going to bring experience. It'll be his 15th season as a defensive coordinator. He's been a head coach. You could see that certainly in his Clearly. press conference that he had been a head coach. He was very comfortable up there. Um, he is fiery, although more in private than necessarily in public. Uh, I think he will bring a good sense of discipline and leadership. It will allow Kevin Stefanski to really not even worry about the defense at all. Be like, you go do that, Yep, and we can, we can really lock in on the offensive side of the ball, which I think is a good thing for the Browns. He plays a four-man front like we do. He will get Miles Garrett out wide. We are going to need to add to our defensive tackle room, and we will need somebody opposite yeah. Miles Garrett. Alex Wright, you know, maybe your one to your two takes a big leap, but you need somebody else who can get after the quarterback. Now, Winovich would fit into this system if he if the Browns elect to bring him back uh, as a situational pass rusher. Um, but yeah, 4-3, he's going to be, it's in many ways, honest to goodness, it's not as heavy in the zones. There'll be more middle of the field closed than we did with Joe Woods, where we played a lot, a good deal of quarters. Uh, but it'll still be a, pre- a predominantly a middle of the field closed, cover three defense behind, some man one behind. Um, but you're going to be 
four guys getting after the quarterback, covering with seven. Obviously, he does blitz, uh, but schematically, it's it's not going to look that different to our fans. Mm-hmm. Maybe our ends will be a little bit wider than they were under Joe Woods, but the back end, from a scheme standpoint, shouldn't be that much different. But hopefully, the execution will just be better. I, I don't. I don't want people to think that like last year was super complicated. We played a no, lot of I think cover three, cover four. Right, like, it's pretty simple. We just blew a lot of stuff. Yeah, I think the thing that um, you know the other the other word was obviously accountability, well, and that's and it. that's the big one is that one, and that's really for our whole football team. We need to be more accountable as a football team in general, not just the defensive side, um, but that there will be an accountability to all of this as well going forward. Yeah, and, and I think that is that's really what this team has needed more than anything. And I think that Jim Schwartz certainly can provide that on that side of the ball. And you hope that that rubs off everywhere. I think, you know, the Browns have been an organization that has been what I would call player friendly in that they have treated the players very well. They've given them many a benefit of the doubt. Um, And I think that they're learning that there's got to be a more of a, a middle ground and a balance there. And so I'm hoping, you know, Jim Schwartz's influence can bring that. Um, you've got a very, very talented coaching staff. It'll be interesting to see how things fill out on the defensive side and what changes are made, if any, in terms of the position coaches. Um, but yeah, Jim Schwartz, he was great in the press conference and he would be. And, and by the way, I don't know because I've only been here when I've been in a position where I've been kind of in the, in you know working around the media and around a football team like mm-hmm. I don't remember as a kid growing up anybody being like oh so and so won the press conference in the Bay Area I don't know if that's a very Cleveland thing to talk about winning the press conference I don't think it's a no I mean because I do it I do it around the Ohio State stuff too okay like there's a you know do you win it like what is that all it means is I just think we're more used to it here because we've had so many so many a press conference right so you have so many and so you. What 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 you clearly what you mean by winning the press conferences is, is do you feel better coming out of it than you did going into no it? Doubt. Here's the funniest damn thing about that. Probably the biggest L that has ever been taken in a in a press conference in the last or certainly in the last decade is Nick Sirianni. How's that working? Probably the worst presser opener opener ever. ever. Yeah, he's doing like just fine. afterwards you were like, oh my god, what have they done? Can this guy speak? Yeah. And as you heard him on Saturday, he's more than fine. He can speak quite can, well, quite quite well, and quite quite directly. Yeah, um, yeah. So it's look. It doesn't mean anything. Like there's there was nothing that Jim Schwartz was going to say in that press conference that you were like, oh well, now it's all solved, everything's fixed. You know, like that's that's not it at all. But it's it is a for a fan base that was looking for certain things. He threw a lot of breadcrumbs out there for you to be excited about. Yeah, look, he's maximized defensive talent wherever he has gone, especially up front. You've got Miles Garrett. That's going to help. I do think, again, the Browns need to make some moves in that defensive tackle room to get him the kind of players that he likes so that you can get home with four or that you can play you know, somewhat similar to the way Philly likes to do where they actually get five guys down on the line in pass rushing situations. They usually bring all five. Sometimes they'll drop one, but that's how you end up with a team that gets so many one-on-ones for their stars because you have to make choices. And in their case, they've got four guys who have double-digit sacks this year, which is the first time it's ever happened in history. They had you know 70 sacks in the regular season, 15 more than anybody else. And I know he wasn't in Philly most recently. He was with the Tennessee Titans, but was the defensive coordinator in Philly, and that's how they beat Tom Brady. I mean, they mm-hmm. had four guys who could get home and get to the quarterback. That allows you to put seven in coverage, and the Browns do have good, talented players on the back end. I think Schwartz 
being a head coach as he has been. And don't forget, you know, Bill Callahan was on is on the staff. Oh yeah. He's and by the way, good news there is that the Jets wanted to interview him for the OC job. He said no thanks, staying here, signed a contract extension with the Browns, so he loves it here. Um that we as just as a group, you know, Kevin Stefanski's got another guy who's kind of sat in his seat mm-hmm. and who has approached it no doubt differently than he did mm-hmm. in certain levels. And and perhaps there could be a learning there. You know, this is a team that underperformed. Fact of the matter. And that's why Joe Woods is is no longer here. A change had to be made. Change was made at the defense coordinator position. And so you hope that Jim Schwartz can get this team to perform, can get them to be more consistent, and that that kind of that notion of accountability, of discipline, of focus. And, you know, we always talk about, you know, Kevin Spansky always talks about, we're about the work, about the work. Mm-hmm. That's a good theory, like in theory, but we've got to do it. And what that means is you put in the work, and if you deliver, you are rewarded. You put in the work, you don't deliver you're going to be in trouble. And if you're not putting the work, you're going to be in trouble. And so I think that's what we need is somebody that can give like a little swift kick in the pants from time to time. And I think that Jim Schwartz can do that. I think that where we're all at and the collective is there is a tremendous sense of urgency for this to all go now. I mean, and, yes. and the Jim Schwartz hire was, is one that is ready-made. Um, he, th- there needs to be immediate dividends paid uh this roster needs specific upgrades you mentioned on the defensive line we've talked about receiver a bunch there is no first round pick you handle those two operations and and acknowledge that that's difficult when you don't have a first round pick because you're not that's not going to answer one of those problems so it's going to have to be a trade via free agency most likely and then you're going to have to really hit on those mid picks especially at receiver and and defensive line you're going to have to hit on those um but there that's the thing that that's what I felt like to me listening to Schwartz and and honestly I think juxtaposed to what we saw this weekend with what Burrow and the Bengals are, what the Chiefs are, what the Bills I mean, think about the Bills. They feel like they have everything and they lost a year in their window, right? Yep. So I think these things Von are Miller was for sure. These things are fleeting though. I mean it's oh, fleeting. Yeah. Like you, oh, yeah. you you have these little windows and we're at a point where our best players are all either they are all fully in their prime. There's not one of them where it's like, well, they're not quite there yet. No, no, our no, no, best guys are all there. They're in their prime, so we have to maximize the now. Well, and we finally got our quarterback. I mean, this is the first right. year we're going to have a quarterback for a full season. Yes. And and that obviously matters a great deal. And so I think that, yes, this is a win-now operation. This is an absolutely loaded time to be in the AFC. Mm-hmm. You wish that we could just say, oh, yeah, we're in the NFC North, and you'd feel – so much better about swap with the bears. Every, yeah. Swap with the, the bears. We can swap with the lions. We don't need our kneecaps bitten on the reg. <laughs> um, but it's look, it is a hyper competitive conference. It is going to be a hyper competitive division. It's going to be, it's going to be tough, but this team has the talent. And, and now that you've got a full season of Deshaun Watson, a full off season, of Deshaun Watson, all that's behind you that you have a chance to be very, very good. But yeah, I think it's absolutely it's, it's win now win now and I think that everybody should kind of feel that heat I mean Andrew Barry should know as well as anybody Andrew Barry was there in 2019 in Philadelphia they had won the Super Bowl I want to say after the 2017 season and then by what 2020 Doug Peterson was gone gone yeah so these things are fleeting. Now, Howie Roseman is not gone. Howie no. Roseman is still there and has done a tremendous job 
with that roster and with that organization. But that's how quick things go in the NFL. And so you right now for the Browns, like it feels like, you know, 2023 has got to be a playoff year. I mean, just based on where the roster is right now, 23 has to be a playoff year. Uh, 23, 24, 25 have to be go win it all. Yeah. Type stuff. I mean, that's the window you're in. Championship for sure. That's where you're at. Like if, if, if you're going to take advantage of these guys, this group, Miles, Denzel, Deshaun, Amari, Nick Chubb, Batonio, it's right now. So that's – I think everybody feels it. And it, it was probably hammered home even more by what we've seen in the AFC playoffs because that Jacksonville team is coming. Um, oh, yeah. So there's – Here's the thing, though. I don't watch any of these teams and be like, the Browns can't beat these guys. We can lose anybody. We've proven that. No, what, we can hang with all these teams. No, it's, but he, this is the thing, and this is what all offseason will be about. It's what about next season will be about. It's about hanging with these guys week to week to week to week. Yeah. On a given Sunday, yep. And then when we play – so, But we don't know what this looks like with Deshaun. When we play good you know football, I mean? yeah, we can we beat – we win. And then you got to stack them. But we have to do it consistently. That's it. Yeah. yeah, and that's what these teams do. Cincinnati hasn't lost since we whipped them. Yeah. So that's – that's the way that it goes. A uh, couple other things from the from the coaching carousel. Our wide receiver pass game coordinator, Chad O'Shea, interviewed with the Ravens uh, for the Ravens' offensive coordinator job today per Mary Kay Cabot. I think it was yesterday. Was that yesterday? Okay. I think so. And then he interviewed for the Jets' job on Friday. Pro Football Talk says today for today, Mr. O'Shea. Today for O'Shea. Um, so that was an interesting one. There's been a lot going on over there. There's so a you lot had, going on over there. You had there. the Greg Roman firing. You had Lamar's going to be in on the decision, and you had it leak out from Ryan Clark last week that what they offered Lamar. Yeah, not 113 much. and 130. Yeah. Well, in part um, of it's because he hasn't played a full game in December. No, no, I understand, but it's that does yeah. feel like they're at a bit of a crossroads there. By the way, just real quick, Chad O'Shea, we absolutely love him. And a great opportunity for him. He was the offensive coordinator down in Miami for yeah. one year. He will be an offensive coordinator again. I think he'll end up probably being a head coach at some point in the NFL. Um, I think that he and Sala would be a wonderful fit in with the Jets if, if that's the direction to go. Obviously, I want him to stay here, but sure. you would never want to say, oh, stay here and when you have an opportunity to go be an offensive coordinator. So uh, very interesting in terms of the fact that the Jets and the Ravens stylistically on offense could not be any more different. Their personnel yeah. could not be any more different. Um the Jets' job feels very, very attractive for him, and and uh, and I hope that it goes well for him. Big Chad O'Shea fan, and then also uh, our guy Jeff Howard interviewed with the Chargers uh, for their linebacking job, and I know that they felt very, very strongly about him. And he, I think we'll, we'll just wait to see how things shake out here. I think everybody's preference would be to stay here in the case of a lateral move, which is what Jeff Howard's would be, uh, as opposed to one where you're obviously elevating your standing, uh, which is what what Chad O'Shea would be doing if he goes to become an offensive coordinator. All right, coming up next. Our reaction to the divisional round. It's, I was surprised but about one thing that I really enjoyed. Uh, we, I'm, I'm curious if it hit you guys as well. We will get to that coming up next. Listen to Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. There's a new way to cheer on your Cleveland Browns to help your favorite four-legged companion, Barking Backers, presented by Milkbone, the Browns' newest club for pet parents worldwide. Sign up today at BarkingBackers.com. Barking Backers, the fan club for dogs. Um, all right, before we get to – there's a lot of here I want to – we're going to oh get God, to all so these games. Lot, there's yeah. so, many, so many thoughts. I was surprised at how much I enjoyed, and I, I think probably because it was the only real competitive game from start to finish, how much I enjoyed like an – old school, not necessarily offensively, aesthetically pleasing game. I loved Niners Cowboys. Oh my God. Loved it. I was locked in every so great. play. Texting with my By dad the way, throughout the game. Olsen and Burkhardt are good. So, They're pretty good. Olsen's good. Okay. He's good. Okay. Number one, this was like the penultimate matchup or the ultimate matchup of my youth, right? Yeah, for sure. Niners Cowboys. Of my course. entire high school was Niners against Cowboys in the NFC Championship, and whoever had Dion and Charles Haley yeah. and Ken Norton would win the Super Bowl. Unfortunately, it was Cowboys more than the Niners at that point, but yeah. the Niners did have them. That's because they didn't have Joe Montana. Then it was Steve Young, but neither here nor there. Yes, correct. But he got the monkey off. Beautiful. It's a formidable San uniform matchup. The Niners had all their. Everybody Every dude out was there. there. They're all out there. Joe's there with Jennifer Montana. Jerry's looks there with great. the chain. He look, Joe looks great. Jerry looks great. Yeah. Jerry looks like he still play. Steve's hair was a little. Uh, it's been that way for a while. Yeah, I, He's fighting, fighting. I, I know what that's uh, like. You Charles fight. Haley was there. Yep. I mean, just everybody Merton was there. Hanks. Merton Hanks. I love Merton Hanks simply for the neck. Oh, the what amazing. Neck. Tremendous yeah. neck. Just, Elite yeah, it neck. Great. It was great. Um, it just had, it had that feel. I had, I had tweeted out earlier in the day that, you know, what I wouldn't give to have had, like, you know, Madden and Summerall on the call. Oh, there, yeah. Which would have been awesome. Buck and Aikman would have been great, too. Sure. So I had listened to a lot of Greg Olson. I think Greg Olson's insights are awesome. They are. His voice, at times, it just doesn't feel does like it work for you. It doesn't match him. It doesn't necessarily, f- I don't know. I don't have a problem with that. He's huge, by the way. For, for the kids out there, he's like six, 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 seven at at least. At least, he yeah. was the most. When we went to Carolina in 2014, him and Cam Newton were the two most impressive people I'd seen. Like, period. I was just like, yeah, we're gonna get smoked. I got no chance against right. these guys. Greg Olson, also a tremendous rapper. You'll have to watch 30 for 30 to to find that out yep. for yourself. Um, I thought he was great last night. I thought he had, he had tremendous insights. Um, I thought he was awesome. I felt that if we were talking broadcasters for a second, I, I thought that they were awesome. Nance and Romo to me are great. Though Romo, like, I feel like he's very like rambly and jocular and my theory like on he him. Really care. Here's my theory on him. Okay, I think that he reads everything that's written about him on social and is almost week to week reacting to what people say to him. I'm on trying social. to change who he is. Yes. I think so he's he, regressing. Agreed. No well, doubt. He, there's no question. The act is worn thin. He's not worth the – there's no way. Uh, Nance is the whole operation. But he had a um, – so his his game last week was panned because he was, he was like, like too much clowny, too much of a clown. Yeah. And so, like, this – yesterday he tried to play it more straight. So I think he's hearing everything that's said about him right now. So I should go in and look at those, which is interesting, and see what we get this week. Yeah, Buck and Aikman were excellent in the game they got to do. I have to say, we're talking announcers, but I uh, also okay. It's in there. And Burkhart yeah. were very good last night. Like they did not. It wasn't like man, these guys aren't up for the moment. Let me put it yeah. that way. I thought they were excellent. 
Um, By the way, those are the two calling the Super Bowl. Right, and they made some who's, good jokes who's about Super Bowl? that. Super Bowl, Fox. Fox. Oh, those. Why? Oh, that's right. That's right. Because Buck yeah. and Aikman gave that up. Yeah. Who did? Who did Chiefs? Jags. NBC. That's that was in. Tariko Collinsworth. Yeah, yeah. it's like where were Ian and Charles Davis at? CBS only had the or they only got they the only one had the game. one game both weeks too, right? Yeah, correct. Yeah. Because they were coming off the Super Bowl year, so I think they get uh, one less game. One last game. Like, okay. All right. So let's go back to the first weekend. Well, can we can we talk Saturday night? Like I know that game sucked, and I love Daryl Moose Johnson. I uh, think he's fine, but the other guy calling it, Joe Davis. So I hey, excitement, not there. I, I saw. Hold on a second. I saw very little of this game. By the time that I got home Saturday night, it was done, yeah. and I'm like, good. I need a break. So I didn't see. I did not see the. I didn't. I did not hear the broadcast to the extent to where I. I but that doesn't does, seem like a dream uh, team. Yeah. Certainly, I guess he does. They've been, major league baseball, so he did the World Series. Yeah, and, and it sounds like that might be more his realm, because the NFL was not exciting at all. Well, he does. I'll tell you this: Fox's broadcast stable has been. It's been purged, dude. Yeah. And yet they have a thousand people on their pregame show. They had nine guys in there doing standing on cement. They're standing on a cement floor. Why do we it need was, picks? Why is Gronk here? He's not good at this. Just because he's funny, like get him by the out. Way, neither is Sean Payton. Uh, no, no, he's not no. either. No, yeah, For those up. people that think he should just go to the booth, no, I'll hold off on throwing gobs of money at him. All right, go ahead. Not having Buck and Aikman call a game though this weekend is absurd. Like they've got to figure that out. Well, they don't have a ESPN doesn't have it. They're done. I mean, like it's a wrap. They have to have. T- they did that. Two Fox. Teams. Hey, look, those two guys walked into that. Now Fox didn't want to didn't want to negotiate with Aikman. So Buck went That's with outrageous. him, which is crazy. But they they didn't want to nego- they were they were not given Aikman. They were done with Aikman. They just get- here's the thing though. You got to remember on Buck and Aikman, Aikman it was he was pretty nondescript. And then when it came to find out that he, he needed a deal good. last year, he was unbelievable. He yeah. got after it. Um, but they so at that point, Fox should have just said, "Yeah, we keep you guys together." Like why? And I can't I can't tell you what he was like this year because I watched the Manning cast basically. So whenever there was. I'm sure he was good, though. I just feel like they should give ESPN a game just to keep them in the mix. Well, I they think will. They're supposed to get a Super Bowl. They do get a Super the Bowl. Five years. Yeah, it goes yeah. to ABC. They got a couple right. of Super Bowls coming. Okay, okay. But it was it was a little rough. And by the way, going back to what you were talking about, Z, last weekend wasn't great on the broadcasting either. Hold on a second. Okay. Al Michaels. Oh boy. The venerable. Oh, we're going all the way back. To Al that. Michaels. Him and Dungey on Saturday Turned night. In the worst broadcasting performance I have ever heard in my life by like what Tony Dungey did. The Maloik that he put forth onto Al Michaels for Al Michaels to act that way. Al Michaels was a billion times better on some of those dreadful Thursday night yeah. games where he clearly had no interest in working with Herb Street or calling the games. And he was still better and entertaining. He was that was one of the worst broadcast games I've ever terrible. seen. They acted a 98-yard touchdown off of a sneak popped up caught by a lineman. They may as well have been calling, like, watching a guy paint a wall. It My was theory on unreal. how it happened. And that was one of the best I'm games not, of the weekend. It, really it was, was the worst broadcasted best. game I've ever, like, it, it was, was a joke. It really was. And uh, every, I just showed more emotion than they did in three hours. Yeah. So my theory on it was, all right, East Coast kick. Dungy is awful. Is, he's awful. 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 He cannot call games. He added is, nothing. He's, he's, a, and, he's just asleep. Al needs somebody to think about just what's Al want to do? Banter. 
banter. What else do you want to do? You want to talk about the number? What's the number? Yes, uh, gambling. Yeah, where are yeah. we at? Where are we at with all this? Right? Uh, my friends in the desert. All that stuff. Right? Yes. He, all of that. Dungey doesn't do any of that. So they're mismatched from Jump Street jumping out. Then they it's lopsided. And they fell asleep. They're both older. They fell asleep. It's like they weren't even aware what happened. But it wasn't even lopsided. Well, in the first half, it looked like it was headed that way. Yeah, it was. It was 20. What was the score? 24 nothing. Yeah, it was 24 nothing. Chargers. 27 nothing. No, I'm not talking about that. They did the. They did that. Bengals, Ravens. No, no, no. no. They did Chargers, Jaguars. Yeah, Chargers and Collinsworth. Right, right. Sorry, sorry. Three did that one. No, no, no. They did Saturday you're right, you're night. Right, right, right. It was 27 to nothing. And they fell asleep. Oh, I yeah. think they just fell asleep. It's like they, the Grays come back ever. And they're just like, okay, yeah, whatever. Uh, I'm sorry. One of the funniest things yeah. I saw was they had Al Michaels and Dungy call, like if they were calling the Sam Hubbard return. That was oh. awful announcing tweeted that out. And it was hysterical because mm -hmm. there was absolutely nothing, which is what that game was. Nothing. Biggest comeback. Right. Unbelievable. Right. So that's my theory, that he was with somebody who had no energy to feed off of at all. No banner. Nothing. Sleep at the wheel. It gets it's a up a lopsided game. He's on the East Coast, all of it. And Al's eighty. Can I say this? I he know needs that, someone to feed. I know that you want it's it's the traditional broadcast right is is a, like I would, the Hoffs should have been in there over Dungey. Quite frankly, oh if they were God, looking for somebody. A, yeah, been a million. I thought it, I think that it would have been cool. Get Dungey out of there if you put Musburger in there and just had Alan Musburger oh, just riffing, amazing. calling the game together. Why not? Like so, what you don't yeah. have a traditional color guy? We can all see. Yeah, but. What who's putting their ego aside to be the number two? Well, they just would be like. But if you think back, it's to, Al's running it, but he, they'd just be bantering. Old Monday Night Football. Gifford was play by play. Yep. Cosell wasn't play by play all the time. Gifford no. did it a lot. Yeah. Even when they first started, Gifford would do it sometimes with Al. Like there was, you know, you could do. That's been done. So you think that yeah. would have been fun. That was yes, just would, I was like well, nothing would have been worse. Yeah. Than what it you was. Are looking live. Yeah, that would have been great. Absolutely great. I mean, it was. Like he can, they can never do that again, right? No, they won't. And no, it's done. I don't understand. NBC's got forty people on their pre half and post. They That's been, the guy that you chose to pair with Al Michaels. They would have been I love so, Tony, but come on. They would have been so much better off with Chris Sims. Yes, with him. Uh, even Jason Garrett would have been better. Rodney, yeah, for sure. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He was. Any it was the worst. Actions possible choice for it i think they wanted the gravity of it you know two hall of famers all that but geez, i've i've had bad. the pleasure of having a dinner with tony dungy that's just who he is like yes. you're not gonna get him excited but no. he's very engaging very kind he's had obviously some missteps he's very yeah. in his own beliefs and whatnot but you're not gonna get anything that's fun like that is it's not gonna be a no. fun listening experience and he like they talk about energy vampires. He like energy vampired the great Al Michaels. Took it. Yeah, it was, it was nothing left. Yeah, it's it also because they were in Jacksonville. That'll suck the life out. Well, of Well, I think that's part of it too. Part it's of twenty-seven it. to nothing. You're in Jacksonville, like you know. But this the comeback has to get you. And this is how it's going. But now. You, how do you, that, you need to ride that wave? Of. Like that you comeback, need the crowd's going nuts. Come right. on, it takes two people to feed it, though. You got to feed it. Like you can't. Al didn't have the energy to lift it on his own. Clearly. So you need some somebody to play along with, and he nothing, absolutely nothing. Yeah. So I'll, another thing I love from this weekend was the uh, boy the three o'clock six thirty kick time perfect sold. Amen. They're doing it next week too. They're knocking it out it's again perfect. next week. Yeah, that's. I'm so happy so this isn't a new. There isn't a neutral site championship game because I would hate for them to try to do that. 
PF Pro Football Talk read? was like trying to say that they are trying oh, to do that. You didn't read Monday Morning Quarterback. No, he said, this, are they doing it? Yeah, it's coming. Stupid. It's dumb. It's the worst. Awful. What's the point of home field advantage then? Divisional round. You're not even going to play the person you're playing. Does the checks cash? Stupid. That's awful. It's That's coming. awful. It's coming. It was him done. A hundred percent. I told you. Remember we talked about this last week. A hundred percent. Maybe it was two weeks ago. I mean, Reed Breer this morning, and that's... They sold 50,000 50, seats. 50,000 seats for a game that nobody even knows. So now you're going to sell 50,000 seats. You're going to sell... Yeah, but you're going to sell that You're anyway. going to use it. They're going to use the AFC-NFC Championship games, according to Brewer's story this morning. They're going to use AFC-NFC Championship game as like basically like tryouts for t- places who could host the Super Bowl. They're going to use it as a, a way of saying like, hey, we built a brand new facility. We'd like something here. So they're going to award cities that build new stadiums uh, with the championship whole point games. Is the ch- it's at your stadium. I know. I know. Home field advantage is meaningless. Then it's just as good to be the two seed. I'm not you arguing with you. Just want the number one you. seat so you get the buy. I'm That's with it. you. <laughs> this is stupid. It would be That's a, a money grab. It's unnecessary. It's an unnecessary money grab. Right, but that'll be taken. So, I knew as soon as I saw that this was possible. I said they're. This I think we had a eureka moment on the show two weeks ago when I when we were sitting you here did. talking and I went, wait a second, this is what they're going to do. They're going to use this as the as the test going forward. Can we do this? Yeah, we can do it. Neutral site championship games. That's not cool though. I know it and you know it, but the money's going to be good. But that's take a little piece of the NCAA tournament model. Yeah, everything's a neutral site. Look at the college football. Yep. I know. I know. It would be a travesty. You think about the environment that we're going to get at Lincoln Financial Field. And then at Arrowhead? And at Arrowhead back-to-back. And to think that if that games, those games are instead played in Detroit and Atlanta. Stupid. Or it's awful. wherever. It's awful. It's, it's laughable, man. Number one, they're going to become, because those events have to be, it's going to become a corporate event. Similar to the Super Bowl, which you've been to the Super Bowls, I've been to the Super Bowls. It's an awful it's an awful fan experience. It's, there aren't it's fans. Not a, it's, not a, it's not a fan event. The Super Bowl, it's like a... But these will become that. It's like a... You know, like you go to like these things where it's like the like the auto show. That's what the Super Bowl is like. It's like the yes. auto show. Uh-huh. Here's everything the NFL can do. Right? Yeah. That's what the Super Bowl is. Yeah. It's not like... It's like half the, you, you get to the fourth quarter and you're like, oh, yeah, there's a game. Yeah, and you're like, oh, here, look up in the far corner. There's, right. There's the Niners fans, and fans. Here's, oh, there's the right. Ravens fans from that. It's Super a Bowl sterile environment. It's awful. I always tell anybody. I've been to five of them. I always tell anybody, save your money. Don't go to a championship game. Don't go to the. Don't go to the Super Bowl. It's yes. no good. It's no good from an environment standpoint. It's it's not good. So that's and now they're, they're going to do that to the championship games. That's where they're headed. Yeah, Breer wrote about it this morning. Here's what they're going to do then. Because there's no difference between the one and the two seed anymore. They're going to add an eighth team to the playoffs. They're going to give the one and the twos buys. Both are going to get buys. They're going to play a championship game in a neutral site. You said it, brother. Stupid. Congratulations. Yeah. It's awful. I agree. Lots to get to from divisional round weekend. Um, we'll go over some of the other impressions. I haven't talked really about all of these games yet. There was some dominating things, and there's some things that's going to carry over into this week's championship games. Uh, we'll get to all of that. We've got a little fact or fiction. We'll, a lot in the a lot of NFL business going on as well. Second hour up next. Cleveland Browns Daily, eight fifty ESPN Cleveland.
Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. By Bally Bet coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Elk and Elk, serious lawyers, serious injuries. Call 1-800-ELK-OHIO for a free case review. Elk and Elk is a proud partner of your Cleveland Browns. Um, Gibby wants a – oh, Mr. Zagura. Quick question, totally yeah. off topic. But yep. So have you noticed – I don't know, what did you use for Twitter? Did you Were you a person who used like an Echo phone or a Tweet Deck or what? You always just used I the use Twitter the app. app. Yeah. Okay. Same with you, Gibby? Same with me. Okay, so I didn't. Okay. I had my thing set up. I had that. You have a tweet deck or something, or I had I forget what 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 Twitterific, Tweeterific, or something like that. And then okay. I had Echo Phone, and I loved both of them. I had everything set up the way I wanted to. It was much easier with lists. It wasn't giving me a for you, which is not what it actually isn't for me. I don't like it. It was easy. It gave me the <laughs> things that I wanted chronologically, the list that I wanted. It was very easier to quote yeah. tweet and all. They're just easier interfaces. Love them. He pulled the plug on every single other app that delivered the play. Must did? Yeah. Because <laughs> you needed the Twitter so API. He's to... trying to monetize. and Yeah. It's so awful. Gotta come through I me. feel like totally lost. So I what's even, the for I, you thing? I don't even know how to... Like, see, on mine it says four. It's, it's tough. Oh, to, see, you're it's supposed to be they, able to shot this down. You're supposed to be able to, like, turn this off. Stuff they think because, you would like... like I just got this ridiculous, like, I got something from Patrick Beverly. Is that at the top of my timeline? I don't care about any of that. Why would that be on here? Yeah. So that's got to be it. So you can flip over to the other side that says following. So that's what I do now. I have to go following. You have to go following, and then yeah. it should be following in chronological it order. Is it just, I don't like the way it looks. It lists all the full threads. I, I don't. I, yeah, the look is bad. It's full threaded. You're right. I don't like it. It is. It's not what I liked at all. Yeah. It's not great. So I feel very, I'm bummed about it. Yeah. There it is. That's all. All right. Fair. Gibby wants a quick power poll. Rank the four remaining teams in the playoffs. One to four. Bengals, Eagles, Niners, Chiefs. But I don't think the margin's that big. No, I think they're all They're capable all really close. Yes. Anyone could do it. I think something is going to happen this week. Have you guys – do? Are we going to – we can't do guess the lines on two games, can we? Or I could just make you do it right now. Fine, I'll do it right now. Go ahead. There's only two games, so yeah. it's not like Niners that. at Eagles. Eagles minus two. I was prepared for the other one. I believe you have that one right, too. I, I, he has that. That's it? It was two and a half. Two and a half, yeah. Chiefs hosting the Bengals. And the Bengals were something like an absurd. The Bengals were a five and a half point dog. Joke. Joke, and I think that will be. I think we're going to overcorrect here. Uh, I'm going to say, I want to say a pick'em, but I don't think it'll be a pick'em with Mahomes wounded. I think he'll still be a favorite at home. Chiefs minus one. Pick'em. It is a pick'em right now. Oh. To pick'em right now. So it moved a little bit from this morning. It was Chiefs minus one, and Correct. then it moved to even. Okay. So it's come back to even. Um, so my thinking and what's going to happen this week is that the because of how dominant the Bengals were. And it was probably – I was talking to some friends of mine who who diehard Bengals fans. And, oh, wait, not bad right there. No, you crushed it. Um, good job to you. The, um, the, I don't know that Cincinnati's ever played, played a better football game than the one they played in Buffalo. Dominant. As a franchise. Dominant. Truly. Both sides of the ball. I don't know that they've ever been more dominant than they were 
on set on on Sunday, and Truly. you feel that they were robbed of a touchdown. Let's talk. I want to talk about it because I talked about it with my dad. Yesterday. Real quick before we do okay. that, right. I just want to here's the, just to finish the thought. Oh, sorry. I think as the week goes on, they'll be favored. The Chiefs will be undervalued. Correct. I was yes. They are being. It'll be like oh, they're no good. They're not. They're barely covering. They're, they barely beat Jacksonville. Uh, barely, that, that of course, never. I understand. In jeopardy. But that's what's going to happen as this week goes along. And I think by the time you get to the end of the week, there's a chance the Bengals are favored. For sure, if it moved a point today. All right, on the catch from Jamar Chase, which was a catch. Okay. You cannot have a situation where if I am a quarterback or any position player and I dive the football for the the end zone line and the tip of the ball hits the line and then is batted at that moment. It's a touchdown at that moment. It's a touchdown. Yep. Touchdown. Yep. That can't be a touchdown. And what Jamar chase did not be a touchdown because he caught the ball. Boom, boom, both feet in touchdown. Milano hit it. Milano hit it after the second step. So here's what I, here's okay. step, step. Milano hit it, joggle, jostled it. Like you shouldn't, it shouldn't have to start over being a catch once you've already caught it. So here's what here's what I would say on this particular play. It's my opinion. My opinion. Yeah. Number one, you're exactly right on the runners, but they have already established possession. So if you have possession in the end zone for a second, then it is what they were arguing. And when you watched it, it kind of looked like he didn't catch it clean. And as he was kind of like bringing it down, like his hand didn't, they didn't, he did not catch it clean. Then it came down. So they were kind of saying like he was still trying to establish possession. Then Milano hits it. The ball comes out on the ground. I don't care about that. To me, if he caught it clean, put it down, Milano hit it, and then it was down, it would have been a touchdown. I could have gone either way with that. Really. It was, it was close enough, but I kind of understand what they're saying, Bo. Because he didn't catch it clean, like his left. It was either his left. There is nothing in sport that is meant to go frame by frame. Agreed. To determine if something is a catcher or not. Agreed. Like if it wasn't ruled a touchdown on the field, and then you saw everything you saw, you go, okay, I feel good, not a touchdown. It was ruled a touchdown on the field. It was close enough to where it should have been. I'm fine with that. To overturn an on-field call that I'm fine with was nonsense. That I'm fine with. To me. Here's the rule. Now, it didn't matter, but. Here's the rule that I think is the most insane. Give it to me. And I think we've talked about this in the end, so I'm going to stand up to demonstrate. Yeah. All right. I am at the back of the end zone right now. Yep. Okay, so the is at the back of the, front end, of the end zone. The end zone's in front of me. Yep, here. I got you. If I am in the back of the end zone and I catch a pass like this with my, and I catch a pass like this with my toes in, Heels up, but my toes are pointing towards the back of the end zone. Yeah, but toes are in. Toes are in. My heels are up. Toes are pointing back to catch it. That's a touchdown. Yes. If I turn around and catch it in the back of the end zone, toes in, catch it, but my heels are over the out of bounds, but my toes are in, and I've caught the football, and then I come down, that's an incomplete pass in the NFL. Yeah, that's awful. How is it that the front of your toes, like the top of your foot toe, is it's okay, the but the back foot, the bottom of your toe is not okay? That makes no sense to me. Makes no sense. Because those people who catch like this and then fall forward out of bounds, like everything's out of bounds, but their toes are in bounds. This, you're in bounds too, and you fall out of bounds, but it's just your heel hitting. That's somehow an incomplete pass. 
Makes no Absurd. sense. They need to figure out those rules. They need to get rid of, and obviously this one resonates with Browns fans. They need to get rid of if you're going into the end zone and the ball gets knocked out of your hand at the one inch line and goes through the end zone and out that that's a touchback. No, it just should go right back to where it should go right back to where the, the fumble is, where the fumble yes. occurred. Like yes. stupid. If the defending team recovers it in the end zone, fine, that's their a ball. Yes, but if it goes the out and no one recovers it, it's your ball where the fumble occurred. That's right. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, yeah, I hate the replay. The, I hate the frame by frame. That's not the spirit of it at all. It's worse in college basketball. It's terrible in college basketball. It wrecks games. It's funny, though, on that one, the when I watched it live, yeah, I thought it was a touchdown. Yeah. When I watched it full speed, not frame by frame the second time, when I saw him on the ground with the ball rolling around on his mm-hmm. stomach, then I was like, oh... I Maybe think that not. Was don't you think it's possible that's also because what we because of all the way going back to Des Bryant, which was a, the which worst, the worst all. call all. But like, and there was one with Megatron that was like that two years ago. Like we we are be, have a, have become it's almost become we've been trained to believe that you have to continue the motion of a catch. If I catch the ball and I get feet in touchdown, why do I moment. have to roll? Yeah. And if I roll right and the ball isn't jostled, come on. So you're man. saying just I want to understand. I'm saying catch it. Boom, boom, touchdown. I don't care where the ball ends up. So let so let's say I'm in the end zone. Yeah. Feet on the ground. Yes. Them. It gets thrown to me. I catch it, and then a split second later, I get crushed and the ball. Flies Not a out of split bounds. second, but long but enough to where it. you can identify. Is yes. Inbounds. To me, it down. should be the exact same way. As, as long runner. as you main, as long as you establish that you have caught the football. Yep. Touchdown at that moment, just yep. like the runner running in. Touch. Boom. Touchdown. Slapped out. Still touchdown. Broke the plane. Same thing should happen. They, yeah, I think they've got to get some. They got to find. They've got to figure that out. The bit. Calvin Johnson one, I remember very clearly. I want to say it was against the Bears. It was against the Bears, and it was a week one of a season, maybe. Yep. And he caught it, scored, took like eight steps, and then put the he got tripped a little bit and yeah, put the ball down to balance to brace, himself, to brace himself, and then yeah. the ball scored out. But he had already scored like five minutes ago, right? And they're no, like, no, 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 incomplete. Didn't com- didn't finish the process of a catch. No, yeah, he did. Come again? Yeah, he sure did. It he, felt he was, like it to me. He was running across country. One thing that's going to be a big story this week, Patrick Mahone suffered a high ankle sprain during Saturday's win against Jacksonville. Chad Henney, thank you very much for those of us who had oh, Travis yeah. Kelsey, but not Patrick Mahomes in the fantasy competition, benefited from that um, as as uh, as Chad Henney got in there a little bit. Um, By the way, legal hit, not legal hit. I, I saw some social media Jargon mm. over the weekend that it wasn't a clean play and it's a high ankle. Sprain. It's a, what do you mean? People are like, oh, he dropped his weight down right on his ankle on purpose. Like that happened in slow motion. Maybe it looks like that, right. but yeah. full speed. He hits full him speed. up top, and he doesn't have the ability to. Well, then, oh, now I'm dropping. You saw it last night in the Cowboys game Mom. where Armstead. No, I'm talking about Armstead at the end of the in the end of the game where Dak they ran some ridiculous rollout pass when they were trying to go the distance, and Armstead like. Went like this because he was afraid to like get a 15-yard He should have sacked him in it the end zone. I understand, but he was scared to hit him. So he kind of just went like this, and then Dak like, bounced off and threw it. And I went, these guys are so terrified to get a penalty it's nuts. that they don't even know how to tackle a quarterback at this point, and I don't blame them. Are we going to talk about that last play? I'm going to get to it. Okay. Agree or disagree with Dan Orlovsky on ESPN's Get Up. Joe Burrow's the best quarterback in football. Patrick Mahomes, the best player. He's the most talented player in the NFL, most dynamic. Burrow's the best quarterback in football when it comes to quarterbacking. I have no I have problem, no problem with, that. with that. That's appropriate. They have been they're they've played the card well. They have been disrespected. The Ravens were the pick to win the AFC North this year in the preseason, which made no sense to us. I think all of us picked Cincinnati to win it. Um, the they they have 
not been allowed to be in that category with the Bills and the Chiefs all year, which made no sense. And he is rarely – Burrow up until now, I think it's finally starting to come, he has not been given the due with Mahomes and Herbert and Allen. Never. I mean, even Herbert gets more – than him. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's enough, and I think that it's gonna this week. You're probably gonna it's gonna go other. It's gonna go the other way where you're sick of it. Um, 49ers running back Christian McCaffrey says his calf is nothing bad. Expects to be good for Sunday's game against the Eagles. Um, Cowboys owner Jerry Jones. Did you guys see this? He was 45 minutes after the game. He was doing a media, press conference. It, it, there were like a hundred people. Of course, they, they, put, they thought they he was gonna fire the coach on the field. Basically, thought he was gonna fire the coach. Said it's sickening. It's a sickening. No impact on his status, though. It's well, Jerry. It's just because he hadn't checked all his messages yet. I would he also say Sean Payton. Jared doesn't want to admit he's wrong. I mean, he kept Jason Garrett a long time. Yeah. Now, the offensive coordinator. Eh, I don't know what that guy keeps coming back. I think I'm they. Not sure what his deal. They is. had the year when they had Amari, CD, a still relatively worthwhile Zeke, Dak. That offensive line was the best. They had a window there. And it's closed. This was their best opportunity. Beat an old Brady, beat Brock Purdy, beat an Eagles team you've already beat to get to back to a Super Bowl for the first time since 95. It won't be this easy again for them in Dallas. It won't be. Speaking of Dallas, I mean, 70 yards in one play is a lot, but I think anytime you can take Ezekiel Elliott and make him a center, you got to do it. I mean, how could you not? <laughs> I mean, the best part about that was him just getting absolutely just steamrolled what did you think would happen i didn't think anybody would even do anything with him honestly fred warner just he was just like okay i'm just gonna go run you over right now he's free game so their their attitude clearly what they were trying to do is set up a hook and ladder situation because zeke wasn't eligible to catch it so they were trying to fool them into thinking that he wouldn't be able to also receive a lateral yep but the problem is everybody knew that yep so it was like Look, there's no good call on 70 yards in the season, right? Once the play gets overturned, because Schultz can't get both feet in because he so lackadaisically did that. Which is that was hilarious. That was comedy. The only thing funnier was the fact that it took him 30 seconds to punt when they were trying to punt before the two-minute warning, and it took him 30 seconds to get the punt team out there to punt it. So it's 2:35 when they don't pick up the fourth, the third down. They punted it. It was 2:05 when San Francisco got the ball back. Yeah, they wasted 30 seconds. Punting the ball, yep. which leads me to to wonder: was the was that entire sideline thinking they were going for it on fourth down? There was clearly not a. This is what happens though when you have offensive coordinator, head coach. It's too many people to talk. Yeah, you got to have a clear line. Like it has to be known: we don't get this punt team sprints and punts. That has to be known. Now I don't know if it's smart to punt to Shanahan anyway. Because they're going to burn clock. Yeah, for sure. And they honestly, might not get it back. I probably would have sure. just went for it. Go for it. But like, and honestly, if Elijah Mitchell doesn't run out of bounds, they don't even have to punt it back. Correct. Which, I was trying to explain that to my son. Dude, that gave me like Kareem Hunt flashbacks. Yeah, I was trying to explain to my son. I'm like, he's like, but dad, what difference does it make? It, they, and I said, dude, they lost a, they lost, they didn't yeah. have to use a timeout, a down, and the clock's still running. They don't even have to punt it if he just dives into the field of play. That's what you have to it's do. Over. That's what you have over. to do. Yeah, that it, was dicey. That was I was surprised that he needed. stayed in the game. As a matter of fact, uh, did you guys see after the fact? We're talking about obviously Niners, Cowboys, great Niners win. Nerd. Did you guys see what the Cowboys tweeted out? I didn't. Uh-oh. Oh yes. 
Oh, I'll read it to you. I think Jared might have gotten the uh, Cowboy Twitter handle. At Dallas Cowboys. Oh, boy. At 11.48 p.m. last night. Dak Prescott gave the ball away twice in the narrow loss to the 49ers in a matchup the Cowboys had a chance to win if they didn't again generate self-inflicted wounds. Sleep well. Sleep well, Cowboy Nation. I mean, what... Do you think they'd be a player for Lamar? I mean, you could say on that as them. That's interesting, possibly. You can say self-inflicted wounds cost the Cowboys again, and mm-hmm. then in the article you, you reference his Prescott. intercept. But you don't start the tweet with, Dak Prescott gave the ball away twice in the narrow loss to the 49ers. No. No, you can't say that. No. Not if you want to continue to have him quarterback your team at some point. Well, which would lead you to believe maybe they don't. I, I do wonder. As soon as you said that, I wonder about Lamar. Like if Jarrah would – Try and get in on that. Donovan Mitchell, so I said, team account posting this is weak, bruh. Yeah, a lot of players guy. were not happy with that tweet from uh, yeah from the Cowboys. I can tell you. Yeah, there's some great stuff. Um, it was fun watching the Micah Parsons Trent Williams battle. Trent Williams, just unbelievable athlete, yeah. like one of the best left tackles of all time. It feels like because um, when Parsons was going to, there, at one point he threw a 49ers guard. Did you see that? Yes, one handed, one handed. Yeah. Threw him, uh, but then Trent Williams was just beastly. By the way, that guy was left on the on the stoop of the it, like thrown out with the trash in Washington, and everybody was like, "Oh, well, he's done, career's over." Didn't he refuse to play for them? Wasn't that the deal? Like he was done playing for Washington. Yes, and forced his way out. Yeah. Like he sat yeah. for yeah. a whole year. Like, yeah, he's done anyways. He's a step yeah. slow. Not. And I'm pretty sure he's probably a top ten player no, in the not, league. Not. Not at all. Um, I, I'm fine with also from the, uh, the biggest misread I had on all of this was Philly at home. I thought the giants would play them tough. Same. I thought the giants had some momentum. Uh, that's a buzzsaw They're They are quite good and they are, it feels like that is a team that would be the most difficult of any team left. Maybe other than, I guess the Niners too, those two teams, very difficult to come back against. Like you may, you would have to rate, get out to a lead against them, but if it is just obvious you're passing every time and they can put those five guys and just get after you and have at least three of them in one on ones, they're going to get home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agreed. I, I also think it was so, um, it was just nice to be able to see coaches understand, other than McCarthy, understand like clock management. So, for example, after the Bills took like seven minutes off the clock in the third quarter and get three points out of it, I don't know if you noticed, but did you – well, I'll ask. Did you notice when Burrow snapped it on every single play the following series? No. I wasn't watching Less than three seconds. So they were just saying, let's shorten the game. Fine. Stay just short. Fine. Yeah. Fine. Watch this. We're ahead. Right. We're not going to be enough possessions. Right. Every time he snapped it, it was under three seconds. Play clock. Every time. Like, they – they took, and then they go down. It's over at that point. It's done. Touchdown. It's just smart ball, man. Like they're, and I a lot of credit. Zach Taylor is a lot of credit. He's come a long way as a football coach. Well, it was so earlier year, this year. People wanted him out. He was saying they were winning back. in spite of him. Yeah, but he has. He's he's been open to change. Put him on the hot seat. Yeah. Well, he's 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 been open to change. He's they've done a lot of different. The way that they they've changed how they use Jamar Chase. It's been – he's done a nice job. It sets up a really, really awesome uh, 
conference final. Two best weekend. offenses left, or in the AFC, two best defenses left in the NFC. Yes. Yeah. Would, would yep. we agree on that? We would. But That's I also fair. think that those two NFC offenses are, to Z's earlier point, really brutal to try and chase down. Best offense of mind. It might be in the NFC. I think he's the one true genius. The gangster. That's the guy. He's but, guy's been to three the last four NFC championships. That far. He hasn't. He, I mean, it's a big spot, man, to go in there. He's so fresh. This was a big spot. But I mean, this is at Philly. Like, that's a. Yeah. That's a spot. A full day. That's a spot. Kittle's a stud. He is a stud. Yep. And I mean, Debo and McCaffrey and Mitchell and. Yeah, it's nice. He made some big time third down throws. I I thought the best thing I thought the the coolest thing they did, uh, but they did this. Cincinnati did it. No, they did it. Uh, Cincinnati did it too. But they did it after the ridiculous Cowboys punt. Kyle had him throw on first down, and he threw a slant, picked up another first down, which bought him another down. Yep. for them to burn, like had the confidence. Hey, the sling confidence it to throw. Yeah, sling it, kid. No doubt. On third and fifteen, he was having him throw it. Yeah. All right, we'll do a little factor fiction coming up next. You'll listen to Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by Ballybet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Elk and Elk Elk Serious Lawyer Serious Injuries. Call 1-800-ELK-OHIO for a free case review. Time for a little fact or fiction. Hello, Gibby. Hello. Come on. A little divisional round fact or fiction on a Monday. Uh, We get things started right now. Fact or fiction. The Bills lost their opportunity to be a Super Bowl contender when Von Miller was injured. Bishop, I'll start with you. Um, I'll say, I mean, they could have, they were capable of beating Cincinnati, so I will yes. say fiction, but I do think that the signing of Miller was a requirement for them to win it. Does that make sense? Like, was it a requirement to get there? In retrospect, yes. But I still, I mean, they were still, ca- it's not like yeah. they're not capable of beating Cincinnati. They weren't capable of beating Cincinnati on Sunday. Um, and it was going to be a much harder road. But of, of the players who were injured, that was as big a loss for a team that was a contender as is out there, I think. Zagura. I don't think it – I'd say fiction. It did not cost them the opportunity to be a Super Bowl contender. They still were a Super Bowl contender. They still could have won that game without him. It just made the path more difficult. You know, He's a game wrecker on defense, and when you're going against the passing offenses that you would have to go against, you want that guy, and he wasn't out there. So, uh, no, they did not lose their opportunity, but – you know, they didn't play their best football. I think they've been through a lot. I think that, like, emotionally they've been through a lot. I yeah. Think we kind of looked at it. It was all going to be positive, positive, positive. But it wasn't. Not draining. only did they lose a starter on their defense. And, you know, you think about Poyer hasn't been 100%. Micah Hyde's been out all year. They lose Hamlin, who had played well. It just – they weren't the same team at all. And Von Miller. I mean, think about it. Those are four key pieces on defense that they did not have. Yeah. Next. Fact or fiction. 
The Bills' Super Bowl window is closed. Zagura. No. I mean, it's just it's the AFC is brutal. We're in like a renaissance for the like a renaissance period of the AFC. I mean, it is as talented with young golden good age. quarterbacks. Yeah, absolutely. It's loaded. Their Super Bowl window is never closed when they have Josh Allen. He's got to get better, and they've got to get him some more talent around him, to be honest. They need a running back. I mean, back. They're, they, they, I think Cook can be a running back. They need a running back that they just treat like their guy, that they treat like Mixon, and then they can have a Naeem Hines can yeah. be a change of pace back. But they need a guy that they're committed to. They need to be committed to running the ball, which they really aren't. And then the fact that you know they're trotting out Cole Beasley off the scrap heap late in the year to like play in meaningful, meaningful situations snaps, yeah. is wild. Gabe Davis did not ascend Mm-mm. like people thought he would, even though he's played well. Um, and then I'll tell you what, the one thing that I don't like, it digs his antics. Like there were Burrow. I mean, Allen was getting basically sacked. I th- couldn't believe he even got a throw off. Do you remember the one where he overthrew Diggs yeah. early in the game? And Osai was kind of like, I don't understand how he got his arm through there without the yep. ball getting hit out. Yep. And he overthrew him. He didn't, he didn't set his feet. Patty kind of threw it running up and he overshot it, which is, it's either going to be a catch or an incompletion, which is where he had to miss that ball anyway. Then he throws one out on a screen in the snow that was a little low to Diggs, and Diggs is like, get the ball up. And then he's yelling at him on the sideline. Yeah, like, that's just... I think that is. I think that bears watching as we get into the offseason yeah. here. Like, Diggs is 30. It's one of those ones where we said, like, that was a trade that worked out for everybody because Justin Jefferson goes to the Vikings. Like, if you're the Bills and you just take Jefferson. You'd be much happier. Much happier yeah. off, certainly. By the way, Josh Allen's 27. Yeah. Yeah, he's young. Like, clock is ticking. He's, um, the window is not clock closed. Clock ticking? You're because saying he's it, old? You're just surprised at how old he is based yeah. on the draft class. Correct. Well, he was a, he was a, uh, was he a four-year guy? Because he yes. played Juco, and then he was He's just 18. Yeah, I guess that's five years. So that, yeah, that's right. 22 to, yeah, that's about, that's the age. Yeah. yeah. It's not like he's. Like the yeah, I think flies. it's just it's juxtaposed to the fact that there's two 23-year-olds out there that we're playing. Um, no, the window is not closed. One thing, and I talked to a guy from Buffalo last week about Allen, and I said, you know, I he feels like he's a little more reckless this year under Dorsey than Dable, and he was quick to like, oh, everybody bring that. I'm like, okay, all right, dude, whatever. But the stats are the stats, and he was more tor- turnover-worthy this year than last. And yeah. I understand that's part of his nature, uh, but you can't give it to the other team as much as he does. But, no, their window is not closed. As long as they have him, they're in the mix. People will want to play there. They're going to get a new stadium. It's attractive. Next fact for fiction. Yeah, nice open-air stadium in Buffalo. Perfect. Yes. Uh, Brock Purdy has been the biggest key to the 49ers' playoff success. Bishop, fact or fiction? Uh, no, I think it's their defense, as their defensive line especially. I mean, they just wreak havoc. And – you know the other they the fact that one of the quietest smartest acquisitions of all and it's crazy but I think just because injury prone like I think some people slept on how good McCaffrey was going to be with all of that yeah they're so versatile I, I I would just change it to this Brock Purdy has enabled their playoff success the fact that he's competent and more than competent he's pretty good he's played really good um, he's not a game wrecker or anything like that, but he has allowed for them to keep this run going. Done what's been asked. Yeah. Yeah. Zagura. Fiction. Kyle Shanahan. Gangster. Gangster. He is a gangster, man. Next. One of your greatest for fiction. It's the best. I was offended by it. <laughs> Bad takes. 
the Eagles have the second best offensive unit remaining in the playoffs. Offensive unit, Zagura. So if you were to draft the remaining skill position players in the NFL, well, let's let's do that. By the let's way, go. we're going to rank the top ten tomorrow on. Of what? Top 10 what? Top 10 remaining players in this play. Okay, but let's just limit to skill position. So it limits on one side of the ball. If we were to do like starters and backups. Mm -hmm. So quarterback, you would go with Mahomes or Burrow. Yeah. Okay, so those are the two. Mm -hmm. Hurts and the other one's second. Too. He's okay. out there. All right, so fine. Then. So those yeah. two. Running backs of the ones left, McCaffrey is one. McCaffrey, Mitchell, although Mixon was good too. Mixon would be two. See the crazy, but the hurts factors into the run sure. so much. Sanders is good. Yeah, he's not. Like, you'd rather have Mixon. You'd rather have all right. Mixon. So McCaffrey. Yeah. So that's two Chiefs so far. Wide receivers that are left. Chase. Yeah, is one. Are you in ch position groups or are you just doing individual players? So I'm saying like we'll go three. Like, I think the Bengals have the best rece total. Best receiving group is the Bengals left. No, no, no not groups. I'm saying so. Let's do so. We have two quarterbacks, two running backs. Let's oh, okay. do. Let's do. All right. Okay. Six receivers, so three right. starters, three backups. Your starters would be Chase, Chase, AJ Brown. What do we do with Debo? You probably start him. Chase, AJ Brown, Debo. The backups are going to be Devonte Smith, T Higgins. Yeah. And nobody from the Chiefs really. So then it's either Brandon Ayuk or Boyd. Yeah. Yeah, and then tight end is going to be Kelsey, Kelsey one and one. Kittle two. Kittle two. So no, the no. Eagles do not have the best. No, the Chiefs do. Well, the, or the, the one sorry, thing we the, Chiefs, the, the one thing we forgot though was the offensive line, and Philly would win that. The Bengals probably, the, or the Niners have the best skill. The Bengals left. are down three yeah. guys right now, though. Yeah. Right, but when you're talking about you're talking best this. offensive unit, correct? Philly's offensive line would be number one. Their and then the Giants, and then the, the 49ers would be two. They're overall, I would rank them. I mean, these are all elite. They have no holes. Yeah. They There's got no, yeah. Hertz, Sanders, and they got a couple. The only of thing backs. I don't know about is I don't know if they can play catch up because they again go back to their schedule. Yeah, they haven't had to. Brown Smith Goddard is pretty good. It's pretty good. Like, but like, if they have to come come from behind, can they do what Mah what I know Mahomes and Burrow can do? I don't know. I don't know because we haven't seen that yet. Yeah. So I would still put Bengals Chiefs one two, and then to me them and the Forty ers it's negligible. They're both great. Next. There's no weak links here. For fiction. Daniel Jones will not be the Giants quarterback next season. Zagura? Feels like he will be. Yeah. I'll say fiction. Fiction. Yeah, I think he will be. Oh, yeah. I think they got What's a lot. What's he going to cost you? Well. Probably 20, 25 mil. Yeah. I, mean, I think I, he's I think, worth that. You're not going to pay him more than 30. I mean, I'm just wondering, like, I don't think you can look at it that way. I think you, you're kind of like. Would I be surprised if he ended up with like a golf contract? That it wouldn't shock good. me. Like yeah. a golf Wentz contract. Is that what that is? Twenty-eight, so, something like that. I mean, let's just let's do a a Dan Dimes. So he's on he got the much better as the year went on. He did, yeah. He's still a um, sixty-eight percent completion, thirty-two hundred yards. So that's not great, but they didn't have a lot of weapons either. Uh, 15 touchdowns, five picks. Yeah, he did get better as the season went along. He had a couple. He had a great game against a couple of great games against Minnesota, uh, both the playoff game. But that could be Minnesota sucks on defense too. 
What's your look? You're, look, you're, you know, you're as loyal as your options. What are their options? He's only 25. I mean, you want to talk about young? I mean, he's, yeah, he's still young. Yeah, and now Dable with a full off season. I I think that's fiction. I think he's back. I do too. Next facts or fiction. The Jacksonville Jaguars will be a top four team in the AFC next season, Bishop. So all that's saying is they'll win the AFC South, right? Because that would be the four seed. Sure. I don't well, think. Th- I mean, if you get a couple saying, like, good teams pure, in the AFC North, pure, if, pure or are you saying are they the fourth best team in the AFC, they'll or do I think they'll the be the top four seed? Four teams. No. Period. False. They will not be one of the top four teams. They will be the fourth seed because they'll win the AFC South. Not yeah. one of the four best. Huh? No, I don't think so. Because the Calvin Ridley, that's fine. They've got draft. The Bengals aren't going anywhere. The Chiefs aren't going anywhere. The Bills aren't going to go that far. The Bills went and thirteen and three. You think we're going to ascend? You Jags, don't know what's going to happen in Miami. Us, Baltimore, Chargers. There's yeah, Denver. I I would have them. I don't think they're going to be in the top four, but I think they'll be the four seed in the AFC playoffs. It wouldn't be crazy to me if they're in the top four because I think Lawrence can ball. Yeah. Wouldn't they would have to be fourth. I, I I can't imagine a year they could go from yeah kind of sneaking in to somehow upsetting the apple cart so much that they would bump Buffalo, Kansas City, or Cincinnati out. That's fact or fiction, kids. We've already talked about the other one, neutral sites. No. Absurd. Awful. That's a disaster. Disgrace. Terrible. Don't do it to your fans, man. Don't do it. Don't do it to the fans, the audience, everybody. Everybody everybody benefits from an environment that was awesome. By the way, shout out to the Bengals fans. There were a ton of Bengals fans at that game because there were. or they were sitting right underneath the announcers the boom mics because you could hear all the who days and mm-hmm. they first passed they threw a T. Higgins, I'm like, did I just hear like a T and you did. Yeah. So shout out to them. Yeah, they're Pretty in. Good. I'm telling you, he has that town by the throat. Burrow does. Well, yeah, he's he does. It's they could, I mean, they were. They wouldn't have done anything for the like that city wouldn't have done anything for the Brown family until he landed this kid. Oh yeah, yeah. nothing. By the way, Zach Taylor did not deliver the game ball. He left it up to his offensive captain and center last night. They did two. Oh, they did. He did one. Oh, he did do at, one at Rhine something Brewery, and then he had his, the yeah, center that's... did one too. So there's vi- Zach did it last night. He took it to. I want to say it was Rhine How. I don't know what it is. Yeah, Rhine Geist. Yeah. That whatever. Yeah. yeah. So it's he took place. it there. Defiled myself there. (laughs) But, yeah, so they're doing it. They're making it a nice tradition. We'll go around around the NFL coming up next. This is Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by Bally Bet. Coming soon, Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Sean Payne reporting at a second interview with the Broncos on Wednesday per Jeff Duncan of the New Orleans Times-Picune. I have an update on that. Go ahead. It's been delayed. He will meet with Arizona first. I would never give up a first-round pick for a coach. I would agree. Let alone two. So unless Sean Payton can go to New Orleans and say, hey, guys. Well, you heard Mickey Loomis was like, sorry, Charlie. Yeah, good. I wouldn't do it either. Like, it's hey, my job to fun, maximize like, the assets for this organization. Yes, you are an asset. You sign the contract. If they want to give us two ones, then fine. You can go coach Arizona. But I'm not – I don't blame him at all. No. 
Yeah. yeah. So like if you I were any of these in the teams, NFC, so I have to play you. The only side, the only part of it is you'd say, okay, you know, you helped through the hurricane and Super Bowl and all that, and so we Katrina don't want Breeze, you to have to yeah. go somewhere and be in a hole. Yeah. You know, like net net for us, you're not coaching here. You haven't been coaching here. It's like no different. Right. I'm still getting a one. Out I'm of getting it. my. Yeah. I don't blame them. But they're gonna get it. Yeah. Gibby wants to know who has a better chance to stay with their respective team for 2023, Tom, Lamar, or Aaron? Rodgers. Shepard had that bomb yesterday that there, there's an att- there will be an attempt to possibly trade, and both parties are in agreement on it. On Rodgers? Yes. There's a lot of smoke that he will go to the New York Jets. And you plop him in there with Garrett Wilson – and Elijah Moore and Corey Davis he's and Brees Hall. He's going to follow Favre again? Well, there was Boy, no Vikings be... stop in the middle. No, the Vikings stop was after. Was after the Jets? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah he, right. they remember he had to go to the Jets first because yeah. he couldn't get to – they wouldn't give him to there, so they sent him to the Jets first. Just that was – that's a little bit – that's the Twitter scuttlebutt right now. Yeah. Which, by the way, Aaron Rodgers, then they get Chad O'Shea. I don't need Aaron Rodgers in the Jets. I don't want him on the Jets either. Stay in the NFC. Stay in the NFC, man. Where would he go in the NFC, though? Nowhere. Stay Tampa? there. Draft a receiver. They Tampa's, Tampa's going to be dreadful next They started year. humming with Christian Watson. Like, just stay there and win. They're not that far yeah. off. No. Brady, there's no chance he's back in Tampa Bay. Zero. And the Lamar stuff is brutal. It's a brutal spot. I mean, now that that money got out, what they offered, 113 and 130, and now that that went public, to me it feels like he's on the on the open market. I got a question for you. I'll have an answer for you. Maybe. Is Brady washed? He's 45. I know. He's, he's our age. Did you see that? Or my age. He's my age. I mean, that's it. There's no way. Did you see what their conversion rate was on third and 10 or longer? Yeah. And they have like real receivers. So to answer it your question. It was last in the NFL. Let me ask. Let me, like 3%. let me flip it to you. Okay. If he were on the Niners right now, what would your confidence level be versus Purdy? I mean, obviously, it's Tom Brady, obviously higher. But, we, but, but. We said, but, we said that going into last Monday. But night. I don't know about his movement skills. No, but you, And he did not want to throw the ball when he was getting hit. Brock Purdy no. would at least stand there, and you're going to have to stand there and take hits and throw it over the middle of the field in this offense. Okay, but what I'm saying is, in the right circumstance, you would still trust him. And that's a, that Buck situation, awful, dreadful, malfeasance from a coaching perspective. So, but Byron Leftwich all of a sudden just lost it? I don't know what happened. I mean, I, we're not there. I don't know. But on, remember all the injuries they had up front, too. I mean, they couldn't protect. Worfs went down. I mean, they had a lot going on. No doubt. So, I mean, you in the right spot, I could – is he getting washed? Yes. He's 45 years old. Like, it's done. Vegas, Dome, seems yeah. like it makes a lot of Some sense. Some place where there's a that. But, I mean, you got. He, I think he would be – I don't know. Like to what me, about like, Vegas for Aaron Rodgers reunites with Devontae Adams, has Waller, Renfro. Yeah, that'd be a fit. No more AFC, though. I don't know why you keep trying to get these guys. Where, the tell me where. This, Put them in the NFC. Where do, what's the ready-made NFC team? Saints? Washington's not too bad. Seattle? With all their assets, you could drop a guy in Seattle. And you have DK Metcalf and Lockett. And Washington's not that bad. And Kenneth Walker. Washington's got good weapons, and they're great Henry on the defensive Warren, front. Batson. Yeah, they're not that far off. They're a mess on everything else. Yeah. But 
in the NFC North, there's nobody because they they're all sorted out or they're young. The Giants, I guess, could be like the Giants. NFC say. South, there's not two. I mean, like Atlanta, Pitts, London, a couple of little things you can work with there. You have to bring in somebody else. The yeah. Saints is ready made, sorta. It's not bad. They get some good weapons. about it. Alave's really good. Okay. I mean, you'd be baking. You can't on, count on Michael Thomas. Can't to count play. on Michael Thomas to play, and you need Kamara, Jarvis is yeah. older, and Kamara's older. Yeah, they've gotten old. Yeah, there's not much in the NFC. It's very different. I mentioned the, uh, the Lamar Jackson stuff. Uh, this was from last week. Harbaugh saying Eric wants him here. I want him here. Steve wants him here. Lamar wants to be here. It's going to work out. He's a very durable player. Okay, it didn't sure. look like that. <laughs> it's not the Has way. Hasn't played in December in three no. seasons. No. Did he say two hundred percent? Yeah, he'd be back two hundred percent. Where's Tommy Lasorda? Only 100%. <laughs> well, one other thing I want to get to, we do we will not be going to Europe. Yes. It doesn't, doesn't appear that way. That's a lock. So no, it's a lock. Three games in London. Um, that'll be Jacksonville at Wembley, Buffalo and Tennessee at Tottenham. Um, and then Kansas City and New England will be host teams in Germany. Mexico City, uh, Mexico City's a studio Azteca unavailable because of World Cup construction. Um, so the German uh, German contingent going to get a second game. And, and then you have to talk about Steve Smith. Steve Smith last night. We the Panthers interviewed Kellen Moore for the head coach job based on the last play of the Cowboys. Ain't no NL Moore is coaching us with that trash last play. All right, I know we got like thirty seconds, but Steve Smith with this and Irv's pregame prep talk about how he got ready. F- on NFL Network for the pregame. Did you see this? No. Oh, oh my God. God. It's so Can good. we run it tomorrow? Can somebody? We got to run it tomorrow. Me? It's yeah. un. Rich Eisen tweeted it out. It's unbelievable, Irv. Unbelievable. And I couldn't love him more just because now I feel like I'm connected because of Hoff. Yeah. So I, I love agree. him even more than Eisen I Eisen tweeted out from his account. He did. Yeah. yeah. All right. So much more to come. You listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. So good, Irv. Oh, man, Irv just walked the room. Unfortunately, he didn't get to walk out like that. And, and I, I saw that Stephen A. was giving him the business this morning. When did Stephen A. turn on the Cowboys? Like he Oh, that Cow- goes way back to when him and Bayless were on, because he's a Philly guy. Okay. So he goes Eagles, and then okay, okay, Bayless it, would it, act it. like he's a Cowboys he fan. He feels like Stephen Screaming A feels like a guy would be like, oh, America's team guy. Oh, Obviously, no, no, he's no, not. No no. no, no, he's a Philly guy. Oh, yeah. Well, he, I mean, I think he grew up in New York, but, I mean, he was at the Philadelphia Inquirer forever. I mean, so I he's always – Irv was – Irv. Or the Hoff was doing this to Irv in Philly. And that's when <laughs> Steve Smith got pelted by a drink, and we almost lost a good Philadelphian. Can you imagine a, just a night on the town with Steve Smith and Michael Irvin, how that goes? I just would love to have it documented. I think I know I, how it goes, but I like, think I would combine last year time. Give me just Irv. unnecessary. Just Irv. me, Steve Smith, and Nick Shook in a bar. Oh what my happens? god, Steve Smith's fun, but always on the precipice of like a fight, a complete yeah blow up. Always on it, right there. Even Irv with you, be, even could fight you at any point. It, it, you wouldn't even be surprised. Your friend. Yeah, yeah, you would have no idea. With Irv, I think much more laid back. You're having the time of your life. Time of your life. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the next level is coming up next. We're back tomorrow. Cleveland Browns Daily 850 ESPN Cleveland.
You've been listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, a production of the Cleveland Browns and 850 ESPN Cleveland.